G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. There's a siren that sounds throughout the entire nation. It lasts for two solid minutes. And it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, you could be on the road driving, you stop, you pull over, and everybody just gets out and the entire nation stops. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Every year we celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, holidays and festivals. Sometimes these are joyful remembrances and sometimes they're painful reminders of difficult times that we've experienced. Just like the natural seasons of spring, summer, winter and autumn, they come and go. But what's the point of remembering these things if they're all focusing on the past, which is over and gone? Well, that's what we're going to look at in this program. And we'll start with a a very well-known scripture which talks about seasons. And that's in Ecclesiastes 3 where it says there's an appointed time for everything. There's a time for every event under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing, a time to search and a time to give up as lost, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear apart and a time to sew together, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. The birds actually (laughs) had a great song, Turn, Turn, Turn. Yeah, they didn't write that. (laughs) They got it straight from Ecclesiastes. You know, there are all these seasons that we talk about in the natural world. You mentioned them, spring, summer, winter and autumn. And in certain places of the world, of course, depending on where you live, it's colder or hotter. The the closer you are to the equator, the seasons Mm. tend to be all one, hot all year. And if the further you are to the poles, it's cold most of the year. But in between those, a lot of places have the four distinct seasons. And they're all in- incredibly important. In fact, if, if you didn't have those, those seasons throughout the world, the world simply wouldn't function the way it's supposed to in nature. Yeah, well, God obviously has implemented seasons and he's given that right from Genesis. We see yeah. that he talks about seasons that we have both in the natural and in life as well. It's all part of God's plan. You know, the uh, nation of Israel, of course, has had its own uh, seasons. And so I guess the reason for this is because God told his people uh, to mark feasts and festivals that in and of themselves speak of God's plan of redemption for humanity. Actually, if you look through the Jewish calendar, their their 12-month cycle, they have so many feasts, festivals, holidays, remembrances, anniversaries. Literally from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, they're remembering, commemorating, celebrating something. Mm. Many of them are spiritual remembrances. Many of them are historical or national remembrances. 
We've covered an awful lot of them, actually, most of the, the um, spiritual feasts, but there are many of them. Oh, of course, Purim is the first uh, season of remembrance where they remember how their ancient enemy, Haman, tried to orchestrate mm-hmm. basically complete genocide of the nation. But that backfired it and did. the Jews were saved, <laughs> which is a wonderful celebration, I guess, of God's salvation for them there. And then, of course, we uh, know of Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread and first fruits, which are the next remembrances where they commemorate the deliverance from slavery at the hands of the Egyptians. And then there's some national remembrances. There's Yom HaShoah, which is a commemoration called Holocaust Memorial Day. The meaning is obvious. Then there have Yom HaZikaron, which is Israeli Memorial Day. That's to remember the soldiers who have died defending the nation or victims of terrorism. Then there's also uh, Yom Ha'atzmaut. That's a big mouthful. It's Israeli Independence Day where they commemorate their independence on May 14, 1948. And then there's also Yom Yerushalayim, which is a celebration of the day that they got full uh, sovereignty over the entire city of Jerusalem. I'm glad that you shared those ones because I would never would have got my mouth around <laughs> those. But uh, I can probably do Shavuot, Shavuot uh, yep. which is uh, the festival which we call Pentecost, the celebration of the giving of the law of God and the giving of God's life-giving spirit to his people. Then you've got Tish Ba'av yep. or, or the Ninth of Av, another one of those serious remembrances. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, mm-hmm. a Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And, of course, Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles as well, another one that they celebrate. Absolutely. Then they also have Simchat Torah, celebration of receiving and reading through the scriptures in a, in a whole year, and Yom HaAliyah, which is celebration of Jews who are making Aliyah and returning to Israel from all around the world, and Hanukkah, the, the, that's the final celebration mm. of the year, celebrating the rededication of the temple at the end of the Maccabean Revolt. Of course, God gave his people instruction to remember all these different things that had happened to them. As we've said, the highs, the lows. But why would he do that? I mean, what was the reason for God wanting us to remember uh, these things, and particularly for the Jewish people? You know, when you remember something wonderful that's happened, you remember how good God is, you remember the euphoria, you remember the victory, you rejoice over it, it brought brings great benefit to the people. And I guess conversely, that if you have these sad remembrances, you know, those things have happened either because the Jewish people committed a great sin or they were attacked and they experienced great loss And that could either be a punishment from God or God was still rallying his people. Mm. Very often people don't turn to God until they're going through something really nasty and then they remember God, they turn back to him Mm. and he does something extraordinary, he saves his people. You remember those things as well. One, you want to remember his deliverance, you also want to remember don't make the same mistake again. Yeah, exactly. And that's the important thing is that we don't only want to remember the good times. And I guess even from a natural perspective, if you think about winter, the season of winter, which we mm-hmm. often think is a you know, bad, dreary, cold, all that. But winter's a, a very beautiful time, isn't it? it you is. can capture you know, winter in its majesty and its beauty. Um, so it's as you know, equal as a season as any other. It's just that you know, sometimes we try to avoid uh, the winter seasons, but it is all things that we can remember and learn from. Those seasons are actually important because there are certain seasons that provide the land with rest. It provides plants an opportunity to rest and be restored. Mm. There are certain seasons that they're working really hard to produce a lot and then other seasons provide them rest mm. to rejuvenate. That's so they're, right. they're really important seasons. Exactly. But, but looking at this national calendar of the Jewish people, 
all of these different feast festival celebrations and anniversaries have a different flavour to them. Some are really, really joyful. Others are quite sombre. Some are very serious and solemn. Um, others are, you know, um, you know, fun loving, and they, you know, they will party festive. and they'll dress up festive. And others are, you know, we need to take stock. You know, they're all different, and so the entire Jewish year mm. unfolds with the ups and downs. I can remember. Being in Israel, or several times we've experienced it, where you're going from uh, Israeli Memorial Day and then the very next day is Israeli Independence Day and on Memorial Day they're remembering soldiers who have died because of wars that they've had to fight when they've been attacked. They're remembering, it's only a week before that, it's Holocaust Remembrance Day. We're remembering six million plus Jews who were slaughtered Mm. in the Holocaust for no other reason than that they were Jewish. And so the nation stops on Israeli Memorial Day there's a siren that sounds throughout the entire nation. It lasts for two solid minutes. And it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. You could be on the road driving. You stop, you pull over, and everybody just gets out, and the entire nation mm. stops. And the siren blasts, and you don't move until that siren stops, and then everybody keeps going. It's the only nation on planet Earth that does such a thing. And the Jewish people, particularly in Israel, are the only people on Earth where every single citizen has been directly or indirectly impacted by the loss of somebody due to the Holocaust, war, or terrorism. Mm. They're unique in the world like that. But then the very, very next day is Israeli Independence Day, and suddenly like they're exploding with joy, (laughs) and they're having parties, and they're out barbecuing, and they're celebrating that out of all of that sorrow and heartache and oppression and persecution and their enemies wanting to exterminate them, they now are a sovereign nation yeah. restored after 2,000 years and they celebrate. It's amazing. Yep, they celebrate, the, I guess, God's faithfulness and his preservation. Precisely. And they go from this, well. this season of great sorrow and remembrance and mourning and they're going to an amazing season of joy mm. and celebration. Well, of course, we have seasons too in our annual calendar. In life, we, we grow up. We've got childhood seasons, adult seasons, yep. uh, all these different things that we can reflect on, the things that we've learned, the lessons that we've learned uh, through those seasons. It's important for us to be able to do that. Well, it is too. And then, of course, there are spiritual seasons. You know, sometimes we have seasons of great growth and maturity and achievement. And then we, you know, sometimes I've felt like I've been living out in the backside of a desert. Mm. But just like the natural seasons, there's a time to be producing a lot. And then there's a time for rest, relaxation, contemplation, taking stock of yourself, self-examination. These seasons are absolutely important for our spiritual growth and maturity and to build our relationship with God. Mm. They're all incredibly important. Not all of them are pleasant, but they're all really important. Reminds me of the uh, verse in Psalms 31, verses 14 to 16. It says, As for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you're my God. My times are in your hand. Mm. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. And he always does. Well, we invite you to join us again next time on Foundations as we continue to explore these deep, rich Hebrew foundational anchors of what Christians believe and why. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 